0: I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Hello, Fashion Insider friends. What is up? What's going on? How's it going? And what's the haps? My name is Holly Katz, your favorite personal stylist, and of course, the only Holly you need to know. Any other Holly that you know, just go ahead and let them know that I have taken over and that their services are no longer needed. I'm just saying, it might take you a minute to come around to this, but I'm just letting you know, it's okay. I've got time. I'll wait. Okay. So I was just thinking, I have been so wrapped up in the Rising Star Wars and how to be the best dressed wedding guests that I have been gently reminded that y'all be going back to work. And some of my clients have already been back to work, but if you are just starting to get back into the office, let me throw you a bone, some work outfits, ideas for summer. If you're going to a wedding like I did last weekend, or if you have like seven weddings coming up this summer, I heard a lady in the nail salon talking about this. Make sure you go back and listen to episodes 84 and 92 on how to be the best dressed wedding guests, part one and part two, game changer. I was at a wedding last weekend and I was the best dressed wedding guest, if I do say so myself. Anywho, sure. If this is your first time tuning in and you missed this episode on the Rising Star ward with Julie Lamb New York and you have no idea what I'm talking about, please go back and listen to episode 93 with the one the only Julie Lamb New York rising star recipient in the jewelry category. Uh balls such a great event and we are super stoked to share that moment with her. Okay, office outfit ideas for summer work wardrobe. I'm on it. Let me start out by saying that you need to check out my Pinterest board for this week, which is really good by the way, that will give you tons of great ideas of things that will inspire you on how to dress for work. But here's the real issue, in my opinion. The American dress code has been shattered by two things. Millennials, sorry, not sorry, and COVID. It's just fact. It doesn't mean that I have anything against millennials. It's just that the world has shifted, and so has corporate America. As younger people make up a large, very large percentage of today's workplace, The workforce dress code has forever been changed with the work from home movement. And the dress code was the first thing that went out the window, okay? People are more casual than ever. And if people weren't confused about what business casual was before, they really are now. Most people are not requiring traditional business casual attire at work anymore. Some offices do, but a lot of people don't. And people can really get away with jeans and sneakers and t-shirts, you know, as long as they're decent. As we don't want to do the bare minimum, we definitely want to do the best we can and be the best dressed in the room, especially at work, especially if you have a team of people under you, and especially, especially if you are not satisfied with your position and you want to move up in your current career. Now, with that being said, it is your responsibility, this is a truth bomb, okay, your responsibility to have a wardrobe that supports your lifestyle at work and at home, your age and your life phase. I'm going to say that again. It is your responsibility to have a wardrobe that supports your lifestyle at work and at home and your age and your life phase whether you're just starting out after college or grad school, or you've been in your career for a minute, your style should be evolving with your age. If you're not, you're stuck. If you haven't shopped in five years, 10 years, 15 years, you're stuck. It doesn't matter if you're the same size. It doesn't matter if you're in the same job. And it sure as shit doesn't matter if you think that your clothes are still in style. Believe me, they're not if you haven't shopped in that long. So If you are a person that is unsure, and there's no shame in this, about how to approach their back-to-work wardrobe, I'm here to save the day, but I need to ask you one question, and I have been screaming this from the mountaintop since the beginning of time, and I will never stop asking you this. Is your image holding you back? Is it? Do you have a block? Every person that I work with does. And let me give you an example of what some common style blocks look like. The first pretty popular block is a financial block. You're so worried about the money that you haven't bought anything in a really long time, or you're always trying to shop for price, or you're always trying to save a dollar either on dry cleaning or going shopping, only to find yourself in the sales section because you're so afraid or you're not comfortable, I should say, spending money on clothes that you don't think it's worth it, or you're not budgeting this money to allow yourself to shop. That is a financial block. It could be any one of these excuses that I just listed. And that's what these blocks are. They're excuses. It's an idea that you're making up in your mind that just isn't true. For example, is your partner holding you back and telling you, that you shouldn't be spending X amount of dollars on this or that, or is someone going to judge you in your house for spending money on products or things that you really need to sort of elevate your style? If that is so, they probably don't understand the value of keeping up your wardrobe or your image. If there is a disconnect somewhere, if you're not on the same page with your partner, or if you're single and you just haven't budgeted the money, for clothing, that is a financial block. And you don't want to budget money for clothing. That is definitely a financial block. The second block, and actually the most popular block, is closet chaos. If I line up 10 people that I'm working with, seven of those people out of 10 that I work with, this is their problem. It's not that they don't like clothes, and it's not that they don't understand how to style an outfit. It's that they've got so much shit, they have no idea where anything is, what's clean, what's not clean, what needs to go to the cleaners, or they don't go to the cleaners. Often enough, what needs to be mended or fixed, they've got a lot of busted shit up in their closet that doesn't fit or whatever it needs to be fixed, buttons have fallen off, or the biggest problem, they have no clue what fits them. Most people have a rainbow of sizes that they are, quote, in between that they don't want to give up just in case they go back to that particular size. And I just want to talk about that for a second. Let's just say you're a size 14, but you used to be a 10. Why are you going to keep all your shit that is a size 10 unless you are actively today this second losing weight? To say, oh, I'm going to get back in that someday, that's not a reason to lose weight. You want to lose weight because you want to be healthy, not because you want to be skinny. And that is a very hard truth. That is a big truth bomb and hard lesson to learn. But if you are keeping clothes, whether they're too big or too small, in your closet that do not fit at this current moment, I don't mean a little bit tight. I mean, straight up don't fit. Okay, that is holding you back. If you're one of these people that can relate to closet chaos, your image is definitely holding you back. Or let's just say you're holding yourself back. Third block, emotional or guilt. You would love to buy clothes for yourself, but you feel like it's a waste of money and a waste of time. You could be spending money on things like for your kids or your family or being more financially responsible with other shit by not, quote, treating yourself to things that you think are frivolous or that you don't really need, which actually leads to you never wanting to buy anything and slash or never wanting to spend money on clothes because you're not used to it and you don't really understand how much things cost or why they cost what they cost. Here is the biggest misconception when people try to buy clothing. This top is 60 bucks. This top is $260. Why is that? Is it the fabric? Is it the garment construction? Is it the detailing? The answer is yes, it's all of it. You get what you pay for. It's the same thing when buying a car. You can buy a car for $11,000. You can buy a car for $111,000. It really just depends on what you want. It doesn't mean expensive clothes are always the answer or always better. But just keep in mind, you do get what you pay for. So if you are shopping for price, which I yelled about a couple of episodes ago that you should be shopping for fit and not for price, then you're really holding yourself back and you just need to really take an account when you treat yourself, you get your whole world benefits from that. When you're happier, everybody else is happier around you, which leads to my next style block which is called being stuck. Being stuck is being hardheaded and stubborn. Well, no one's ever told me I look bad. Well, my husband says I look good. Or if I look at pictures of you from 10 years ago and you're wearing the same clothes and you haven't changed your hair, you're stuck, period. You are not evolving. And last but not least, at the very last style block, and there's lots more, but this is one of my favorite ones, Putting yourself at the bottom of the list. Very similar to guilt when you say to yourself, it's okay. Like I said before, no one's ever told me I look bad. I really don't need anything. I don't want to spend money on me. I want to spend money on my kids. I want to buy them clothes. When you deplete from yourself, you have less of yourself to give to your family. And when you have more self care and put yourself first, then you have more to give to your family. So when you deplete from you, you deplete from them. Because you are the shining example that they see every single day. And when you feel good about yourself, nine times out of 10, they're going to feel good about themselves. It's just fact. If you deplete yourself, the resentment will come out in some way, somehow, some shape or form of whatever. Evolving your style and making yourself feel good about what you look like is not selfish at all. It shows your family and your work family the example that what you wear actually matters and you're actually putting the effort to really leave an imprint about the message you want to say to the world by the clothes that you're wearing. Not every day is going to be a home run, but if you put in most effort most of the time, people will start to notice, I promise. Do any of these previous excuses play themselves in your head on the regular? And my guess, they probably do. But don't worry, don't you worry about a thing. I'm here to coach you and let you know that you have to pick one thing to work on first, like cleaning out your closet or buying a few new things now that people are returning to the office. You deserve to feel like the best self that you possibly can. Let's recap thus far. Most people know how to put an out to fit together. Yes, they do, but they hate shopping. Most people are not born with the shopping gene. But it can be learned. Closet chaos, I think, is the number one problem with people's wardrobes. They have too much shit or they don't have enough. If you have too much, it's too hard and time consuming to go through all your stuff, which leads to either buying more, which is what a lot of people do, or they just opt out. I had another client that I had a consultation with. I'm telling you, she must have had four pairs of pants, seven shirts, six pairs of shoes. I said, It looks like you've been fucking robbed. That's what it looks like. She thought that was the funniest thing she'd ever heard, but she opted out. She just didn't shop. She just didn't do it. She was wearing the same stuff all the time and making excuses. I don't need this. I don't need that. It's okay. I'm working from home. If this sounds like you, then know this. Starting to work on your wardrobe will shift your energy, raise your vibration and create subtle changes in your life that are positive positive. Sorry, but it's universal law. Okay, okay, okay. You're back to work, okay? You've, you're you either annoyed or you're joyed. Either way, getting half-dressed for Zoom, that is so last year. Half days of getting half-dressed are joyously coming to a screeching halt. While some were loving extra time with family, others were feeling depressed and secluded, which is... Uh, totally, totally understandable. Now that companies are slowly, and I mean like two days back, three days back, getting back to work this summer, the everlasting question still hangs over our heads like a sad, saggy rain cloud. What do we wear now? Now, before you hit the panic button, which some of you already have, let's keep it real. Know this, you are not alone. Summer dress code requires one thing, professional attire without looking like you're counting down the minutes to happy hour. What's considered work appropriate these days really depends on your industry. Obviously, banking, financial, things like that are going to be a little bit more conservative than somebody in creative services. Just know this, you can never go wrong being the best dressed in your office. Put in the extra effort and you will be exhausted with compliments when you follow these style suggestions. You're welcome. First things first, try a front ankle slit pant. This has been a style that I've been seeing a lot lately. And this can totally transition from spring, summer into fall. Pairs well with mules or sneakers in the summer and they totally look fabulous with booties in the winter. Now, when I say a front ankle slit pant, that means instead of having a slit on the side and the back, if you go to the bottom of your ankle, to the very top of your foot, to like halfway up your shin, that is a front ankle slit pants. This pant with a mock turtleneck, like a summer weight with a crop blazer, it really takes this like to mod professional in today's workplace. When buying pants, know this, and this is my rule for me, and I think it applies to most, stretch rules all, okay? I cannot and will not wear any type of pant or shorts, for that matter, without stretch. Even if you are very, very slim, stretch fabric travels better. It's more comfortable. And when you're seated all day, it just gives you more shape. Your body. And in my opinion, it just hugs your curves the best, especially for us big booty girls. Okay, let's just keep it real. Don't show me any pants without any stretch. I won't be able to get them ever over my hips. So when you're shopping for a pant, make sure it's got some kind of elastane or spandex in it. That is my pant suggestion for this summer. It could be white, it could be navy, it could be a pattern, but this front ankle I think is slit is really cute. Which leads to the next thing. Color is really in right now. Color blocking, bright colors. Some people say neon. I don't think neon is particularly in right now. But some people are wearing it. But bold color blazers and suit separates is really such a great look right now. And it's all the rage. Loud colors are bigger than ever this year, especially when it comes to suiting. So try a color that you love and pair it with a solid white or a neutral pant. A bright colored blazer will draw attention to your top half while minimizing the bottom. A pattern blouse or a graphic tee is just like a knockout under this type of jacket. This is a sure conversation starter that sends the message of confidence to your world when you step outside. When it comes to fitting the fitting of a blazer, I love a crop jacket the best. And I have a little waist and bigger hips, so that looks great on me, but that really minimizes my bottom half. If you're really tall and thin, a boyfriend blazer, like an oversized blazer, might be something that you're looking for. It's longer, it's possibly to the hips or past the hips, that might be a good fit for you. But for me, a crop blazer, it's where it's at. Another favorite for back to work this summer, the midi skirt. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago where on the Pinterest board, I put a graphic on there that showed the different lengths of dresses. A midi skirt hits you under the knee halfway down your shin. This to me is a huge wardrobe staple that will always be appropriate for the office in the summer. If you can wear open-toed shoes in the office, then wear this type of skirt with like a super cute pattern mule. If not, then rock it with some sneakers and a vintage tee. Throw on A beaded or jeweled denim jacket or a cardi when they crank up the air so they can't freeze you out of your workspace. And that's another thing, especially working in New York City. It's like a fucking brick oven walking around outside. So then you go into your workspace and it's like 64 in there and you're freezing. Ula Johnson has some great maxi skirts and so does Proenza. This is something that can be worn all year round with boots or sandals or stockings or opaque tights. I mean, it's just really versatile. Another dress that I've been loving that I've been seeing a lot is the puff sleeve dress. Now, I know that's a little 80s, but for someone like me, again, I'm just using me as an example. When you are small in the middle and your bottom half is bigger, we need more shoulder, a bold shoulder, a shoulder pad, a puff sleeve, a bigger sleeve up top, which is really going to make you look proportionate. I recommend this type sleeve in a dress. And this is something that we're really seeing right now that's breathing new life into the common work day dress. Change from a summer white booty, love that, and a work tote to a sleek strappy heel, a statement earring, and a skinny clutch. Sorry, I meant a shiny clutch for dinner and drinks, you know, and then you can go straight from work. You don't even have to go home. Some of my favorite dresses, of course, are by Proenza again, which is one of my favorite labels, McQueen, The Row. And if you love like a prairie type romantic look, then try Love Shack Fancy. They are like that queen of that puff sleeve dress. Their stuff is really not my specific age group, but for someone who's younger, I think it's a great brand. They're full of puff sleeve dresses and it doesn't necessarily have to be that type of sleeve, but it's just what a lot of designers are doing right now for summer. This dress is also really ideal with a canvas sneaker, a crossbody bag, great for travel, and a baseball cap for like casual, comfortable day with no client meeting. So if you're going into work and you're not going to any meetings and you're not seeing anyone, that, you know, you could definitely bring it down and make it more casual. Last but not least, I want to talk about the summer sweater. So this is a piece I think that a lot of people sleep on, This is style perfection in these two scenarios. Great for summer when you need a step up from your favorite tee, and then you can layer it under a lightweight jacket or a printed scarf for fall. Summer weight sweaters are great, especially if you live in a warmer climate, and it's really great for work wardrobe. It's just, I love it. I found a couple on my Pinterest board, of course you'll see, but they're perfect to pair with like a midi or maxi skirt, a ladylike princess seamed pant. For a day at the office, wear it with a chunky necklace, a statement earring. I mean, you cannot go wrong. This also goes great with jeans, like a colored jean or a platform sandal. So if you have a summer weight sweater that you can wear to work, get a really cool colored, like a solid purple jean and a platform that is like really, really hot right now. Okay. So again, there are plenty of ideas on my Pinterest board for your perusing pleasure. Please let me know if you have any questions or if you need me to go a little bit deeper into what to wear at work for this summer, but you'll get a lot of great ideas. Make sure you shop your closet and, and see what you have first before, and figure out what you need before you just go ham and start shopping. You know, don't sweat it, you've got this. Just remember, reach out for help if you need it. whether it's asking for help in the store or sending me a DM. I always love a DM. I've been in quite a few of those lately. The fashion hotline is always open for you, boo. Okay. Thank you so much for listening this week. This has been a great subject. And thank you so much for your questions that have been coming in and asking about this. I just want everyone to know that we've got some great interviews coming up. Very soon, we are coming up on the 100th episode. And we are so excited that our downloads have been doubling. Our email list has been tripling. And we are trailblazing through the world of podcasting. Better yet, fashion podcasting, which there really aren't many fashion podcasts out there, but we have been ranked in the top 35 fashion podcasts to listen to for 2022. Yes, out there, you know, which is really good. So if you have someone that you know that could benefit from this information, please, please send this to somebody you love. Share with somebody who you know who might need fashion or style help. There's no shame in it just step up to the plate. We're here to help. We are all just trying to look as fabulous as we can, present company included. Look, I think I look good, okay? But I want to look better. I want to look better. I always want to know what I can do to look better, whether it's a new style of pant, whether it's a cool bag. I mean, I'm not like balls out shopping every five minutes, but I'm shopping for clients. So I do see the trends and what is selling So try some of these trends. You don't have to try all of them. Just try maybe one. Get yourself a summer sweater. Get a fun blazer. Get a cool patterned shoe. See where the wind blows you. My name is Holly Katz, your hostess with the mostest, and of course, the best friend you never knew you needed in fashion, and the only Holly you need to know. Thank you so much again for tuning in to the Fashion Crimes Podcast. Do not miss out on being part of our Insider Bestie crew by dropping your email in the box on the Fashion Crimes Podcast website. Please visit fashioncrimespodcast.com, like us on Instagram, engage with us and follow us. Become fashion besties with us, please. We are up and we are out. See you next week.